This is Radio Broccoli. I'm really excited to welcome the Mystery Jets into the studio. Hey. Hello. Hi. Uh, thank you so much for one taking the time to be with us in this hospital radio studio, Radio Broccoli. Um, but also um, to chat with us about some brand new music that you've got coming out really, really soon. Um, and also, I was saying earlier that um, I kind of met you guys about 10, 12 years ago, but was so starstruck that I'm kind of trying to make up for it now a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were telling us that story. You, you you said you were working behind a bar. I was working Burnley. behind a bar, and you guys came in to play a uni session um, in the bar. Um, and I was a massive fan. It was when Twenty One was just released, um, and I was just sitting there pulling points or standing there pulling points. Um, but couldn't utter a word to you. So <laughs> now I'm trying to. Make I, up see, I can't remember that gig, but perhaps you said you can. I don't remember that gig particularly. I remember that tour, and I remember. They do say you can't remember the really good ones. They They're the best ones. Yeah. But I do remember. You say all the right things. Very perfectly <laughs> poured pints of Guinness. So that's that's probably you. There you go. Uh, for those people that haven't been around for the last however long, uh, sum up for us a little bit. A couple of lines about the Mystery Jets. Mm. Active and um, interested. But it's <laughs> <laughs> like one of those games where you have to just unroll the piece of paper and the story kind of writes itself. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, or on the iPhone where you can just Predictive keep text. pressing the predict and it's like, yeah. baby, gone slowly. Love, yeah, yeah, love yeah. you later, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of feel like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are four of you. You're all here right now. Yeah. Five. There's a fifth Five one. of you. There's a okay. fifth, but he's not here. We've got a sort of spiritual founding father. Yes. Who is who actually is my father? who is my father. Okay. Um, Henry, he couldn't be with us today. He's I think he's watering his lawn. Um, but <laughs> his many lawns. We've had a lot of dry weather. We've had a lot of dry weather. I thought that was like the washing your hair excuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's he's um yeah, he's very sorry not to be with us, but he's he actually co wrote the song. So exciting. Yeah. Uh, this new uh, new track is called Hospital Radio. Um, and we're funnily enough in Hostel Radio Station, so what a great place to start. Um, in terms of going back to you guys and what you do, for people that don't know, um, Blaine, what do you do as part of the band? Um, I sing and write and play some guitars and keyboards. Okay, and what about you? Play the bass um, a bit, yeah. <laughs> and you sing, you've got <laughs> a lot of sing, so, yeah. And it's Jack, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Cats <laughs> <laughs> uh, play drums. Um, I'm William. I play guitar. Amazing. Um, and who would you say was the most sensible member of the band? Me. <laughs> He's yeah. You're you're a dad, so you are definitely the most sensible. I think no. I think Will is probably the most sensible album of the album of the band. I, of the band. I, I'm gonna say Cap, I would say Caps. Really. Although after your Glastonbury escapades this weekend, oh. could have all changed. Yeah, it's true. I could have taken the mantle. <laughs> what about member of the band that's most likely to get into trouble? Um, Blaine. Really? He's had some hairy run-ins in the past, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's, there's different kinds of trouble, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's different levels. Yeah. It kind of depends, really. I think everyone's had a bit of a uh, flirt. With We've all them. had a brush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A brush with the old trouble. What about yeah. bossy one? Oh, definitely Blaine. Yeah, I'll take that. Funniest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, caps. Or oh, well, uh, I don't know. One of the two. Well, well, let's go with They're night and day. I'm being honest right now. <laughs> 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 um, and what part of being in Mr. Jets do you love the most? 
Um, coming to interesting places like this, actually, I think your your radio station looks beautiful. And oh, thank you very much. I, I can't really. I'd have to agree. It's it's yeah. it's, it's it's a really incredible thing. Um, <clears throat> we you, you were saying it's, it was the first hostel radio station, longest standing, longest standing hostel radio station. Running, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I think that's one of the. I think definitely one of my favourite things is that the, the sort of situations it flings you into that you'd never otherwise, um, you know, get to get to see. Yeah. Coming to places like this, mm. and obviously we get to travel a lot. Um, we get to see parts of the world that um, we wouldn't get to see otherwise. I mean, often it's very short pit stops. We you know we sort of touch down and play a festival, and if we're lucky, we get a day or two to see the know. place. Yeah, exactly. But. Um, can't complain because we've got we've got to yeah we've got to do a lot of exploring over the years which has been great mm. amazing it's nice to be thrusted into places that you wouldn't normally thrust yourself into as well what's know? the most unlikely place that you've been thrusted um <laughs> <laughs> to use your phrase uh, the belly button <laughs> <laughs> i don't know um we've been to weird places well they've been to more that i've only been in the band for about five years but you've seen a lot i guess haven't you yeah in your time yeah, it's kind of. But I'm trying to think of some more exotic places. We we did a Thailand was pretty exotic. Thailand, mm. we've done a bit in Southeast Asia. Um, yeah, sort of Singapore, uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, uh, Bangkok, Malaysia, Malaysia. Yeah, we go to we go to South America a little bit as well, and we get to play in Mexico. The music scene out there must be totally different. It's like people love it. They much love more British than bands. They love. Brit there, yeah, it's like being a, in a British band in South America. It's like it's like being in U2. <laughs> <laughs> the Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. So the brand new track, <laughs> which has just been out, announced, is uh, called Hospital Radio. Yeah. Um, what is your favourite thing about Hospital Radio? Uh, my favourite thing is... So having spent a fair bit of time in hospitals over the years, I think what I... I've always appreciated about hostel radio is that it feels like um, you've got a friend. You know, there's someone there. It's 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 kind of your connection to the outside world. Um, and obviously, you know, when you get visitors and things, it's lovely as well. But there's there's often long periods where you're just waiting around. Yeah. You know, whether it's to be seen by a doctor or um, can we ask which hospital you're in? I've I've done I've toured I've toured a lot of hospitals. <laughs> Um, I've, I've probably spent the most time in hospitals in London, in uh, West Middlesex, Chelsea and Westminster. Um, Chelsea and Westminster is, is my, that's like my home turf. So is that the first thing you do? You walk into the, or you sit on the hospital bed and you just check out the hospital radio? Well, in, in <laughs> last time I was in Chelsea and Westminster, Jack and I, I think it was you and I, we actually went down to the hospital radio yeah. station. And I was trying to... I was trying to convince them to allow me to come in and play some records, but they weren't interested. Oh, no way. Did um, they know who wow. you were? No, they didn't. And I, I didn't ah. want to say. I just I just <laughs> wanted to be annoying. Um, um, but, yeah, I think I think that's what's, what's wonderful about it. And I think we, you and I were chatting about this a few minutes ago as well. We were saying, like, in particularly in the, in the age of iPads and iPhones yeah. and all these kind of things, you've got such a... You're you're so spoilt for choice in terms of things that you can listen to, um, and actually, in a way, I think that just makes hos- hospital radio even more special because there is, uh, you know, there might not be this this huge kind of nationwide listenership, but 
for that very reason it feels so personal like there is someone that's speaking to you yeah. directly yeah. and I've, I've always thought that's the power of radio is that um you know i know a lot, a lot of a lot of uh radio djs say that people come up to them in the street and they're like i feel like i know you we're friends yeah like we're friends and i think that's that is the power of radio i think 100% agree. Um, so we spoke briefly about you and your hospital stay. Um, are you all right to tell us a little bit more about your condition, what you've got? Yeah. So I've got I've got a disability called spina bifida, which means that I was born with um, basically some spinal issues, some like nerve issues. Right. Um, and that's meant that I've spent, yeah, quite a lot of time in hospitals having um, operations over the years. Have you had it all your life? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously I'm in quite a lot for just like routine yeah. um, MOT work as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you make it sound like being a car. And <laughs> um, what does that mean for you as a musician? Have you had to make adaptations or? I mean, not really. I think fortunately being a musician is, is um, you know, it's a, I'm not going to call it a, a, a career or a, it's a vocational career, I'd say. You know, it's something that that um, y- that it's sort of a it's a way of life, and you go out and you do it. Yeah. And um, I think everyone, in to an, to an extent, has has the same opportunities to be to be heard because I think your um, your songs are speaking for you rather than anything else. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not really provide it's not it's not created any obstacles for me in what I've. In, in my music career, no. The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. Of course, being at the Royal National Pete Hospital, um, we have a spinal unit entirely for spinal disorders and people that have had accidents. We were chatting a bit about this off air. Um, do you have any tips for people that have just sort of found out that they have a spinal condition that you want to say to them? I don't know if I feel qualified to say anything right. other than... Um, I've always found the hospitals that I've been treated in, NHS hospitals have been amazing. Yeah. You know, the level of care I've had has been exceptional and um, doctors know what they're doing. They, My advice means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why did you want to write this song as a band? What was it um, inspired by? Blaine wrote the song. Um, we, we all play on it and um, service it going back to the car thing um, <laughs> but it's, it's I don't know what did you write about well I the song came about um, around the end of touring actually it was after touring our last album Curve of the Earth we took a bit of time off after that um, which is an amazing album by the way thank you very much um, after our last show of, of that album campaign we, we all took some time off and I I had to go into hospital to have some surgery which had been planned for a little while um, I generally have to sort of schedule in sort of surgery around tours or yeah. the other way around and um, which works fine kind of generally and must be exhausting though you know I I, I don't I, I'm, I wouldn't complain about hospitals I really like being in hospital <laughs> <laughs> I feel very comfortable I feel at home having spent oh. so much time there kind yeah. of growing up um, and you know you get lots of presents and treats Pe- lots of visitors people yeah. come to see you and, you know, which is which good is food. good food great food yes we, we, we were chatting about this we time. were chatting about the food yeah, yeah. so you want to do a radio show based on many orders 
the reason the reason I said that is because <laughs> is because when I was in the hospital recently, I discovered the secret menu. You know, like in certain fast food chains, you get the secret menu. Like yeah. if you go to, um, is it? Uh, uh, what's what's the like the Mexican? You can get a vegan option in Wagamama, can't you? If you ask for the vegan menu. Yeah, well, like Burger King, yeah. Burger King sort of notoriously has a secret menu in some branches. Um, but I was thinking of, is it Taco Bell? I'm thinking of. Mm, I don't know. Oh, maybe yeah. In and Out Burger. It's In and Out uh, Burger, which is which a, which is a Californian burger yeah. franchise. There's a secret menu, and you can get like all these secret things. Anyway, as it turns out, Homerton Hospital has a secret menu and I explored it during my time there recently and I thought that would be a great idea for, for a show on your on your radio people could call in with if their... you want a slot you're more than welcome I think we've got a slot available yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think just a food show you know it's like recommending different but I think we meal, should actually like options. taste the food on it I think that'd be great that's that's great any excuse to eat it's futuristic yeah, yeah. you've also online made your feelings quite clear on the lack of uh disabled friendly music venues um which i've got a lot of friends who have had struggles with um and i think it's got better um but it's nowhere near as good as it needs to be um a few years back you sort of said online that you would you guys as a group would only play in disabled friendly venues Mm -hmm. um do you think like how much more do you think we have to go before we get there um I think there's still there's still a long way to go in terms of the attitudes uh, of of people changing in the sense that I, I you know I think promoters managers agents people like that that I speak to definitely see um, you know the merits of creating a you know a level playing field for disabled artists and disabled audiences what I think people need to see, I hate to say it, like the carrot needs to be the sort of financial incentive to realise that actually disabled gig goers at, potentially represent a really big part of the market. Um, and I think when you're moving up to that kind of corporate level, when, when you're talking about venues spending tens of thousands of pounds putting in lifts and training staff and all this kind of things, money starts to talk. And I think that the kind of disability the access movement around live music is now come quite far forward where it's it's sort of reaching it's reaching the sort of upper echelons of what you know it's getting to a much bigger scale um which is really exciting and i think uh certainly i find that you know as an artist with a disability it's it's getting it's getting it's becoming a more and more enjoyable experience to tour in this country i think that's partly down to the fact that we play bigger venues than we did when we started out and actually the you know there there is a catch that the the you know the in a, in a way the more success you have and the bigger rooms that you play in the less the the less obstacles you come across because they are more funded yeah. places you know they're more like theaters and um, they're they're not they're not rooms above pubs with narrow staircases, you know. Um, and I think, unfortunately, those are the venues that that's kind of where that's the that's where grassroots scenes start is that is in those really small venues. So they're actually they're incredibly important to the I think to the lifeblood of the British music industry. Um, so really, those are the venues that I think 
uh, uh, um, they don't need their attitudes changing, but I think the industry needs their attitudes changing to celebrate those venues and and for there to be bigger subsidies for those venues to accommodate disabled artists and audiences. Is there a venue um, in the UK that you guys have been to that you think, wow, that was awesome for that reason and generally, obviously, as the live experience? I mean, I mean, yeah so many I mean gigs and festivals and we were just at Glastonbury this weekend yeah. and I mean I, I remember going to Glastonbury uh, as a teenager and there were disabled platforms but they were really far back and they were really small and they weren't sort of properly organised and um, now you have to you have to get there like a couple of hours early if you want to get on them mm. and I, that's not a complaint that's that's fantastic because that means that um, people, know about it. people know about them they're you know they're properly signposted. They're accessible, and really? also disabled people are going to festivals, and that's really important. And that's that's you know really fantastic. Even even on muddy years, you know, I remember <laughs> watching. Um, I think it was Adele. I'm a bit of an Adele fan. Um, 2016 when we played Glastonbury, and it was just it was like the trenches out there, and the disabled platform was completely full, um, and it was wonderful. It was wonderful to see that. Yeah. So you guys obviously here promoting your brand new track um, and you up until this point now you've made some absolute belters um, do you have a favourite or is it like picking your children Ooh. I have favourites to play I, I like playing the ones that before I joined because I, I used to listen to them as well like you yeah it's, it's weird isn't it yeah it's, it's weird playing them that means that oh, you remember them quite easy because you listen to them when you're walking yeah Whoever it was, people were listening to music <laughs> mini disc on player. those mini disc player. <laughs> I think I had a little USB MP3 player that I had on. Yeah, I don't know about you, though. Yeah, I think they are a bit like children. It's really hard to pick. They've all got their own vibe as well, yeah. so you kind of just tap into a different vibe, play along, have a fun time. Yeah, they're like wearing different clothes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They make you feel a little bit different. Mm. Um, well, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, before we go, can I ask um, what's next for you guys? Where can we next hear more from you guys? We've got busy summer, actually. Yeah, loads um, of festivals. Yeah, yeah. we're doing uh, we're doing a festival nearer to London called Kent, isn't it? Yes, Nev Neverworld. Never, yeah, Neverworld yeah. Festival. Yeah. Okay. So that's um, that's probably closest to here. Uh, we're doing one called 110 above, and then. Um, we do have we do have uh, more exciting things to announce throughout the year, but um, we're just going to have to keep that wraps for the time being. So right, we'll just keep an eye out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously, we will uh, stream and buy and download the brand new track as many times as we possibly can. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <Great. laughs> thanks so much for taking the time, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. This is Radio Broccoli.